I'm Joshua from Ask the Child Whisperer, and I am here to offer you some parenting help that is real life for real life kids. Whether you have a mellow kid or super spicy, I'm the coach for you. Hello, everyone. My name is Joshua from Ask the Child Whisperer, and I am a mom of two dynamos. I am also a parenting coach and an early childhood consultant, so it means I talk to kids, parents, teachers, psychologists, psychiatrists, neurologists, gastroenterologists, occupational therapists, speech therapists, you name it, I meet anyone who comes in contact with a kid. And so I wanted to release this bonus episode and it's all about anti-COVID conversations. And I know you're thinking, what are you talking about? What I'm finding is because I do help with children zero to nine year nine years old, I do have a pulse, right? My hand on the pulse of what is happening in the world of kids. What I'm finding is kids are feeling very trapped in the adult world of processing COVID. So what that means, it's it's little kids asking each other, did you get the vaccination? Why aren't you getting the vaccination? Conversations of, do you wear a mask? Why don't you wear a mask? Uh, my parents say this. My parents say that. Well, your parents don't think this. Well, I'm being healthy. Well, I'm being safe. And so they're discussing all of these things that they have no control over. So if you think about it that way, every one of these comments is something that the child has absolutely no control over. And the child cannot impact any of these decisions that are being made. And yet it's become part of their childhood culture to have these discussions. Do you see how if you talk about something that's so out of your control every day, how it could spin you into duress, into anxiety, into resentment, into feeling really far from your own little center? You don't know whether to worry or to play. Well, that's what's happening now. And so I really wanted to create this episode so that all of you have an understanding that it is time, it is beyond time, but it is time to help children shift the conversations they're having with children. So how do you do that and why would you do it? One, you're doing it because we have to make clear for our children and for many of you, for yourselves, that there are still many elements of the human experience that need to be had. There are still adventures that need to be sought. There are curiosities that need to be quenched. There are answers to questions that you're still wondering about outside of the realm of COVID and pandemic and mask and and vaccinations. And so if you cannot expand your child's world into things that they can control, then you are creating the perfect storm for them to feel helpless and overwhelmed and worried every day of their life, even when they're surrounded by children. So that is, these are the reasons why it is time for us to be anti-COVID. We're pushing now the envelope. We're making it bigger and broader. So yes, the COVID file exists, but it is not the only file in the computer. That's what we're pushing on because our children do need a break. And by coaching your children, you're also creating a break internally for yourself that you can get off of this singular train of thought and you can now ride on other lanes on the freeway because there are other lanes that are open and available. So number one, I always coach children, information about someone else's body is none of your business. 
That's for their family to decide. And that's where I leave it. I do not make someone good or bad. I don't make them a hero or a villain. That is not that is not what I spend energy on because in the end, in the end of the day, you are only in control of your own life experience and you can share information with people who want to have this conversation with you, but your job is not to create good guys and bad guys, at least in the framework for your child in this situation that we're living right now. <clears throat> number two. Okay, so number one is you're not discussing other people's bodies or decisions they make, that that's between themselves and their family. Therefore, why would you talk about something that's none of your business? Number two, for kid talk, you only have some playtime. Are you use are you going to use your playtime to talk and worry or do you want to use your playtime to play? So I'm constantly reminding the children that there are other options. That it's not just one option, talk about COVID or nothing else. It's how do you want to use your play minutes? So it's constantly reminding them, "Oh, remember, if someone asks you, you can just say because my mom doesn't let me talk about other people's bodies." and your medicine is your business, or you can present it as, hey, my mommy told me to use my minutes, my play minutes, so I can't use them for talking about this because I need to use my minutes for handball or hopscotch or tag or whatever it is. But you're starting to frame for your child that there are a certain amount of minutes to play and have fun. How are they using those minutes? So I don't hyper-focus on the other child. Well, don't talk to her because all she talks about is medicine. Well, don't talk to her because she's always mean. Well, don't talk to her because she's always trying to ask you questions or tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing. Because that requires a different level of confidence in your child. It involves a, a different level of mastery as far as social dynamics and social skills. And so I don't tap into that because that I don't want them to use their energy in that way. Thirdly, I speak very clearly to my child about what we are trying to do. I say, I am working hard and we as a family are working hard about not talking about COVID. Everyone already has the information they need. So we are moving on to talking about baking with people. I'm moving on to asking people if they had seized candy yet or if they have a favorite candy. I'm moving on to talking about the football game. I'm moving on to talk about warm boots. What kind of snow boots do they wear? Or do they wear high heels? Or what what are their favorite tennis shoes? So in saying that, I am telling my child actively that I have a shift in strategy. That talking about this one subject has expired. I no longer use that in order to engage with people. And so if you make implicit knowledge, what you're thinking about on the inside of your head, if you make it explicit, you speak about it, you make it obvious for your child, it's much easier for your child to plug in and say, oh, that's right. So when they hear you tell a friend, oh, you know what? I'm more interested in chocolate. Can we talk about chocolate? They suddenly see, oh, so that happens to my mom too. That happens to my dad. That person is probably talking about something that has to do with COVID. And my parent is saying, I'm not available for that conversation. So I'm not available for that also helps your child know. It's not that it's a hard no. It's just that's not in my wheelhouse right now. Maybe later I'll talk about that. But right now, that's not what I'm choosing 
or how I'm choosing to engage in relationship with people. And lastly, for those of you that have the much younger kids, we have by default trained a doom and gloom, pessimistic mentality in children. And it is brewing anxiety in children who didn't previously have it. So what does that mean? When a child is absent, everyone goes to doom and gloom. They must have COVID. They must have gotten it. They must be sick at home. Oh my God, what if they're going to die? Oh my goodness, something horrible has happened. Where prior to this, if someone was absent, children did not assume kids were sick. They assumed they had an appointment with the dentist, with the doctor. Oh, maybe their grandparents were in town. Oh, maybe they went to Disneyland. Oh, maybe they had to use up their tickets to the zoo before they expired. So what children thought were possible reasons for absences have been completely narrowed down to a life life or death situation. It's really unhealthy. So lastly, what we have to coach is if someone is not here, it's more than likely not because they're ill. It's because there's other adventures to be had. Again, if someone is not present, you have to retrain your brain to think maybe they are doing something else. It's not that they are lying in bed sick or they're on their deathbed. Maybe there was a better opportunity at hand and they pick that one. All these tips seem really small, but I'm telling you, it will impact your child in huge ways. It will also help shift your mindset out of doom and gloom or worry or feeling that you're waiting for science or data to tell you information so you can start breathing and living again, you can live and breathe again. You can say, oh, I'm choosing not to talk about that because I want to dream up our next adventure. I want to talk about where we will go, which beach we will go to next. I want to talk about what animal we think we'll see out in the zoo. So there's still so much life that can be lived and had, and that's what we now need to breathe life back into. And if it's not for yourself, then it's for your child because they mentally do need a break. And these are things that they don't know how to ask for. These are things that they don't know are impacting them. But from speaking to many, many, many children day in and day out for throughout this entire pandemic, I can tell you the biggest gift you can give them is to have an anti-COVID conversation. We are changing strategy. People's bodies and medicine, that's their business. So we're not having conversations about that. It's actually not even appropriate. The next thing we're talking about is people are choosing to have adventures. If you don't see them, they are probably having an adventure. And lastly, the ability to change the subject when you guys are presented with this topic. Hey, I'm not available to talk about that, but I'd love to ask you about where did you get your car washed? Or, oh my goodness, what is your kid's favorite thing to eat? So you actively as as an adult need to be modeling this and expanding your social repertoire. So again, I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions about this, please feel free to email me at askthechildwhisperer.com or you can find me on Instagram at askthechildwhisperer.com or Facebook, you guessed it, Ask the Child Whisperer. 
And again, this is a bonus episode because I really feel that people need to know about this and speak about this and help shift the culture in order to help children at this point to lessen all of the weight that our kids are bearing that they shouldn't have to be holding every day. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me share a little bit about my perspective about what's happening nowadays. And if you're interested, you know, find some more and listen in. There are six other episodes available to you. And if you feel compelled, join my premium subscription where you'll get a whole bunch of this kind of stuff and more. Have a great rest of the day.